Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011, at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Today we are getting Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what the Cars 2 Press Junket was? Well, the Cars 2 Press Junket is when you go and you just talk. We get to interview his crew and talk about how we like Cars 2 and like how the how John Lasseter and his crew made the movie. That's awesome. And was there a lot of people there, or was it just you and John Lasseter? Like, what was the environment there, like? There was a lot of people there. They were allowed to, but there was a certain certain people who were allowed to come. Yeah, it was really loud. And that's cool that you got to be there with a big crowd. That must have been very exciting for you. So where was this? Where did this happen? This happened in San Francisco, and it was just, it was at the Pixar Animation Studios. Oh, wow, that must have been so excited. You must have been so excited to visit it there. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what the Pixar Animation Studios were like? Well, there was mostly about, like, Pixar characters. Like, um, I also saw the monsters from Monsters, Inc., uh, That's awesome. The aliens from Toy Story from Pizza Planet. <laughs> and also I saw something that I thought was really cool. It was Woody and Buzz Lightyear, but made out of Legos. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. So when you were asking questions to John Lasseter and his crew, why don't you tell me about the process? It sounds like there was a ton of people there. So how did you get your questions asked? Well... If you if there was already some people there, you would have to wait a while. But yeah. after you after they're done and you can go in, then they start the, they start rolling and then you just start talking. You say your questions and if you're lucky, they show you how to do some of the things that they do. That's awesome. So, how much time did you have with each of the people you were interviewing? Well, I would say about five minutes. Uh Uh-huh. That's cool. So, I know that you met John Lasseter and some of his crew. What else did you, who else did you meet? 
Uh, I met um, Jay Shaster was the head of character designing. Oh, that's so cool. And he taught me how to draw um, thin missile. Thin missile. That's awesome. So you got to learn how to draw one of the main characters from the person that created him? Yep. That must have been so exciting for you. So tell me about how you felt while you were there, all these emotions and being so excited. Why don't you tell me about that? I felt really excited and really happy that I got to be there. It was really cool I, and it was just amazing. It sounds amazing. I mean, I wish I could have gone. That sounds so cool. So who, um, sorry, <laughs> what was the best thing about being there? Well, the best thing is that we get to have a lot of fun there. Um, we get to interview everyone there. A lot of fun things. It's just amazing that we get to see a ton of things that they made. That's so exciting. So who did you go with? I went with my uh, mother on an airplane to San Francisco so I can get there. And was Ranny there with you when you were at the press junket? Ranny is our the manager of Kids First. Yes, she was there when I was when I was interviewing them. Well, that must have been fun to see her again. So, what was your favorite activity you got to do while you were there? Well, my favorite activity, well, there was two things that I liked. Like I said, interviewing all the people, and they are now making a new Cars 2 video game, and I got to play a little bit of that. Oh, wow, that must have been so awesome to get a sneak peek of that. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devanney, and today we are reviewing the movies Monte Carlo, Abduction, and The Big Year, as well as a special look inside the Cars 2 press junket and much more. So right now we're talking with Anthony about the Cars 2 press junket, and he's telling me all about that, and it sounds absolutely amazing. So you were saying you got to get a sneak peek of the new Cars 2 video game. What was that like for you? Well, I thought it was really cool. It's just you get to pick a car, you can race with them, and like um, also there's like this battle one where you can try to like um, shoot or destroy as many cars as you can. That's so cool. I think anyone who plays video games and anyone who likes cars too will definitely love this. So... Why don't you tell me about, I know you were interested in getting a job at Pixar. Why don't you tell me about what they said you had to do to get a job at Pixar? Well, one thing they said, college. <laughs> um, and you have to make, like, um, this kind of animation, see how you can draw or see how you can um, direct, like, a little videotape of how you can direct or anything that they would do. So figuring out your talent? Yeah. To awesome. see what they, they might put you as. I see. Well, that sounds very fun, and I think it's cool that you're interested in that. So, let's see. Um, so, when you interviewed John Lasseter, why don't you tell me about some of the things you talked about? Well, we talked about, like, um, like just, like, how he 
how what movie did he like best to direct and um how i i was thinking of a question that we didn't have time to do but this was my question i was gonna ask him like how how are how do you direct it what do you do yeah, like what the process is and how to do that. I think that's an awesome question. And I think it's cool that you did get to ask a bunch of questions, even if you didn't have time for all of your questions. Well, it sounds like such an amazing experience, and it sounds so fun. And I really hope that you're able to go to another press junket. And maybe you'll be able to go to Cars 3 press junket if they make one. So let's talk a little bit about the Cars 2 movie. What is the storyline and plot about that? Everybody knows the original Cars with you know, the racing and how fun it is and how sweet it is. So what's Cars 2 about? Well, Cars 2 is just about, like, uh, Lightning McQueen, who brings, who brings his best friend, Nader, to, tra- to travel to a World Grand Prix. And Cars 2 brings back our favorite car friends in this excellent adventure movie. So, what were your initial thoughts about this film? Well, I thought it was really good. It really, it was really interesting somehow because it's everything that you would like: um, action, some spies, and all kinds of good things. So, so it really has it all. That's really cool. So, what did you think about the cinematography and the animation? In a movie like this, it's definitely the key aspect. Well, I think it was really cool. Um, also, the person who I met who makes it, he got he showed me how they made the waves um, at the beginning of the movie when the boat was just going along and the waves, how they made it look real. Oh, that's cool. And, like, all the, the whole storyline, there was a lot of things, and I don't think I would pretty much change anything either. That's cool that you really liked it the way it was and that you wouldn't make any major changes. So I just have a couple more questions for you. Did you have a favorite character or scene in this film? Well, I had a favorite character. Actually, I have three favorite characters. Okay, and who are those? Well, one of mine was, uh, was Flynn McMissile, Mater was another, and Mike McQueen. And why did you like those characters? Well, I like I like Flint Missile because he helps Mater understand a lot of things, and he teaches him how to be a spy. Now, Mater, he doesn't know too much at the beginning, but close like to the middle, he gets a ton of things. He knows what to do. So, and why I like Lightning McQueen is because he always, for some reason kind of gets mad at Nader sometimes, but he didn't he doesn't really mean it. He he's really a best friend with Mater. Yeah, sometimes best friends fight. And Mater is my favorite character. Well, we it's time to take a break. Thank you so much for telling me all about what an amazing time you had at the Pixar Studios and all about the Cars 2 movie. Cars 2 comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. November 1st, so definitely look for that. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the movie Monte Carlo. So, Monte Carlo is an awesome film that actually just came out a couple days ago on DVD and Blu-ray. It actually came out on October 18th. So, Monte Carlo is about this girl named Grace, who is played by Selena Gomez, and she is right about to graduate high school. And she saved up her entire high school years to go to Italy. And that was her dream to go to Italy with her best friend. So after she graduates, she gets to go to Italy. But her parents don't trust her to go alone with her best friend. So they send her older stepsister, who is a total downer. And her name is Meg. And she is played by Leighton Meester, who did an excellent job. So they go to Italy, and they have an awesome time, and they're having fun, and they're going on tours, and then all of a sudden, they get lost, and their whole tour goes into a total train wreck, and Grace, who's played by um, Selene Gomez, like I mentioned before, she gets mistaken for a rich heiress named Cordelia Winthrop Scott, and she ends up getting whizzed away to Monte Carlo with her two friends, 
and they have an amazing adventure that has a bunch of twists and turns. I thought this movie was super awesome. It was, you know, when I saw it um, for the commercials, when it wanted to see it but I never got a chance to so when I saw it on DVD when it was sent to me I just loved it I thought it was so good I actually watched it with my best friend and we had an awesome time watching it and it was awesome I think the cinematography is really cool because it shows the beauty of Italy and of Monte Carlo and it shows a lot of different visual perspectives and I think it's really awesome the way the crispness and the color and everything like that. I think I would love to go to Italy. Personally, I'm Italian and I've never been to Italy, which is a shame. But I would love to go to Italy and seeing this movie definitely made me want to get there even faster. And I think it would be so cool to be able to go before college and after graduating high school. I thought the soundtrack of this movie wasn't the best, honestly, because it didn't seem like it fit with the tone of the movie. The music was a little bit odd, and it, I don't know, there was just something about it that I didn't think fit with the storyline and didn't really fit with the whole movie. And so I don't think I would give the soundtrack very many points. I think my favorite scene would probably have to be when Grace gets mistaken for Cordelia Winthrop Scott because she walks out of the bathroom after there was just a huge rainstorm and she gets all dried off and her friends have just seen Cordelia Winthrop Scott and they're totally confused because they don't know like what just happened. They're seeing double. They're so confused. And she goes outside and the limo driver thinks that she's Cordelia Winthrop Scott and she gets taken to Monte Carlo and she totally goes along with it. And I think it's funny because she totally makes a split decision about whether or not she's going to Monte Carlo. And I think it's cool because she stays calm and confident during hard times, and I really admire her about that. Grace is also my favorite character because, like I said, she stays really cool and confident when she gets thrown into difficult situations. And also, she's just really trying to have her best friends have an awesome time, and she's really open to all these new challenges she gets thrown at her. Another thing that I think is really funny is she has to play polo, and she has no idea how to ride a horse. And normally Cordelia is supposed to be this amazing horse rider, and all of a sudden here comes this girl who looks just like Cordelia and talks just like Cordelia, but she is failing at riding a horse, and I think it's really funny. I thought the outfits for Cordelia's family They were just absolutely gorgeous because they were so lavish and expensive and absolutely beautiful. And I thought that was very good. I think the age group for this movie would probably be 10 and up because there isn't any inappropriate language or sexual scenes. But I don't think younger kids would really enjoy the storyline of young adults going to Italy. I think I would give this movie four and a half out of five stars because I was very entertained and it was super fun. The only reason I wouldn't give it as many stars as five stars is because the soundtrack wasn't that impressive. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Rachel, and today's Carlo, Abduction and the Big Year. So let's talk a little bit about abduction. 
Abduction is a movie that came out in theaters on September 23rd, which is about a month ago. And I saw it with my friends, and I thought it was such a great movie. It is with stars Taylor Lautner and Lily Collins. And Taylor Lautner's character gets... Um, he has like, an awesome life. He has the best parents. He has everything he could ever dream of. And then one day he had to do a report on missing children for his social studies. And he goes onto a missing faces website and he sees, you know, he looks at all these missing faces to see like if he recognizes any and to do like a report on how many kids are missing and blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's a website that shows kids the age they were when they went missing and then it shows it ages their face to see how what they would look like now and the age they are now and so he clicks on a face and it ages it up and it looks just like him like it's just his face and it's crazy because he doesn't think he's kidnapped and so he gets his friend um and they go and they try to find out his back past and he tries to find out everything and it was just so crazy and I honestly thought it was a little bit unrealistic how calm he was when he handled this because if I found out that I was kidnapped or if I saw my face on a milk carton or if I saw my face on a missing persons website I would freak out like I would not stay as calm as he did my initial thoughts on this movie was that it was really good I mean I expected it to be good but it wasn't how I expected. I thought since Taylor Lautner was in it and it was him with guns and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff, it was going to be a serious chick flick. But it actually really wasn't. I think the guys in my class and my guy friends would actually like to go see this movie because there is a lot of action and quite a lot of violence. I thought the soundtrack in this movie was good because it really intensified the emotions and intensified the action. I mean, it was nonstop action the entire time. There was gun explosions and blah, blah, and all this stuff. It was just absolutely, absolutely crazy. I think my favorite scene would probably have to be uh, the end scene when Taylor Lautner's character goes to this big football game because he has to hand in these codes and it's this huge, crazy thing because this guy who he's supposed to give these codes to is trying to kill him and he's trying to trick him, but the guy he's trying to trick knows about his plan. And the reason I like that is because it's very complicated and the stunts in that scene were absolutely fantastic and it was so entertaining the entire time. My favorite character would probably have to be Lily Collins' character because I thought she was such an amazing actress in this and her character was so calm and level-headed even when she did freak out, it was very believable. Like, her crying was very believable, and her being scared was very believable. So she was a very realistic character to me. I don't think I would really change anything in this movie. I think that the age group for this movie is 13 and up. It's rated PG-13, but I would definitely recommend it for 13 and up because there is some sexual scenes and there's drinking and there's a lot of violence. So I don't think you should see it if you're under 13. I think I would give this movie four out of five stars because it was super entertaining and really fun. But I think I would have liked to see a little bit more of a storyline to it instead of just you know, guns and all this stuff. I think it could have used a bit more emotion.
I think the overall production of this movie was very good. I think the cinematography was cool because um, the camera's angles have to be very precise to capture all this action and to make it very realistic. And all the explosions and gunfights were very realistic. Well, it looks like it's time to take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice of America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the new film, The Big Year, with Anthony Aranda in San Diego. The Big Year came out October 4th, and it looks like such a funny movie. So, Anthony, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Well, it's just all about, it's about um, three men trying to win a contest called The Big Year. They have to find the most different kinds of birds in one year. Now... Um, Bostick is one of the characters in the movie, and he won the contest last year. The re- he really wanted to win again and beat his own record. 
Harris and Priester really wanted to beat Bostick, so they teamed up to help each other so one of them could win. That's awesome. So why don't you tell me about the initial thoughts when you saw this movie? Well, I thought this movie was really great, and it was really interesting. You could see a, a lot of different kinds of birds, and it's also really, really funny. So, what did you think about the cinematography in this movie, and, you know, showing the angles of the birds and all this stuff? Well, I thought it was really good. You get to see all, all the birds and how they really look in real life. And that was over 700 birds. Oh my gosh, that is so many birds. Now, were all the birds uh, realistic or were some of the birds totally made up species? Well, I'm not really sure. Uh, well, this, at the beginning of the movie, it said this, mo this movie is based on a true story. But they changed the facts. So I'm not I really sure. Now, I know that there's some CGI in this movie for some of the birds and some of the stunts. How did, what did you think about that? Could you tell that some of it was computer generated or did it all just seem very realistic to you? Well, just maybe some might be computer. Um, some, like, just animation. Like, yeah. But not too much. Yeah, I know there's just a tiny bit of it. So you couldn't really tell if it was different? Uh, I could kind of tell. It's kind of hard to know. It only, said, it only said it was a true story, but changed the facts. So yeah, I, I think. I'm not really sure. So I know there's definitely some big-name talent in this with Owen Wilson, Jack Black, and Steve Martin. Did you think their performances were pretty good? Yes. And there was a really funny part that I saw. And what part is that? They were getting, um, those three, they were getting on a plane because, um, if they were on that, um, down where they were, where that plane was going, it would be like migration where you can see all the birds. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a pretty awesome scene. So you told me about your favorite scene. Do you have a favorite character in this movie? Well, I do. I think I have a favorite character. I would like Harris the best. Harris was played by Jack Black. And why I like him is because... He would, he tried really hard to beat Bostick, and he would he would not give up. He is also a really funny character, and he made me laugh a lot. But <laughs> I wasn't really done with my favorite part. Well, is when um, Bostick and Harris got on the plane, but when um, the Priestler, when Priestler was about to go on they started to run it started to um it started to roll down the hill so then the priestler started running after the plane trying to get it to stop but it won oh my gosh 
That sounds like a pretty insane scene, and it sounds very funny. So you were also telling me that your favorite character was played by Jack Black. Now, I think Jack Black is so hilarious, and I think he's probably my favorite talent in this movie. So what did you think about the soundtrack in this movie? This movie is definitely a comedy, so I think it's very critical that the music has a comedic touch. Well, I thought it was really good. You get to see, um, like, all the birds, everything they made, all kinds of different things. And um, one more thing. What I think I would say about the, like, the music, I would say it was really, really good. Like, um, like I said, Harris was played by Jack Black. So Harris's father uh-huh. um, was in the snow, and then he lost his father. And they started doing like um, scary music all inside. Yeah. He went through every tree, every bush to find him. Yeah. Well, it seems like the music complements it quite nicely. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the movies The Big Year. So right now I have Anthony with me, and he's telling me all about the new movie, The Big Year, which came out not too long ago on October 14th in theaters. So Anthony was telling me about the soundtrack, and it sounds pretty nice, and it sounds like it complements the movie quite nice. So since the emotion in this movie is a comedy, do you think that was captured well through the whole storyline and through the cinematography and everything? Well, I think... Yeah, pretty much. It was really good. I couldn't think of something that I would call bad or something that I would want to change. I thought it was really, really good, and it was really interesting. Well, that's good that you thought it was interesting, and that's very important that you wouldn't change anything. I think it would be disappointing to go to a movie and find something that you didn't quite like about it. So what do you think the age range for this film is? Well, what I said was six and up, because it has some, like, um, some bad language that is not appropriate for younger children. A lot of people would like this movie, though, because there are a lot of funny parts. I know you have a younger sister, so you wouldn't recommend this movie for her? Well, not really, because I think Sophia... My baby sister wouldn't really um, like like it too much. Yeah. And uh, they keep saying bad words because usually she copies whatever they say, so she could copy those. I see. So you say that this film is for six and up. Do you think adults will enjoy this movie as much as kids and teens will? Well, probably. Because it's really interesting, and like if you're a person who researches birds, mm-hmm. like um, tries to get species, this is a movie you would want to see. It seems like a very well-rounded age range. So how many stars do you think you would give this film? Well, I would probably say um, four, and a, four and a half stars. Just because of all the bad words they say in the movie. So that's why I would say that. Okay. Well, something that's good to point out as well is if you're a parent listening to this, you also might 
think twice about taking your younger kids to see this movie because even though six and up will enjoy it, you want to make sure that your kids aren't being influenced by anything inappropriate. So, Anthony, what was the craziest bird you saw in this movie? Well, it was a pink-legged owl. And why was this bird crazy? Well, because the owl had a pink leg. I don't know if that's even possible. (laughs) Did it only have one leg, or did it have two pink legs? It had two legs, but only one was pink. Wow, that sounds pretty bizarre. I think I would probably take a ton of pictures if I saw that bird in the wild. So what did you think about the overall production? Well, I would say, like, the overall production was really good. It, it really was interesting, the movie. And the only thing, probably I might actually change something, is that they should lower down the, like, lower down the bad words so other people can watch it. Yeah, lowering down the language. And most times in movies, inappropriate language is just to get laughs out of older adults and make more adult humor. But it isn't necessarily a necessary part of a comedy or a movie. So I think that's cool that you figured that out, that it doesn't really need to be there. So do you have anything else to add about this film? Well, I can't really think of anything else I would like to add because it's just, I, we pretty much talked about the whole movie, what it's about, and it, so we pretty much, uh, there's nothing else I would like to add. Okay, and I just have two more questions for you before we're out of time. Do you think there will be a sequel to this film? Do you think it left the end of the movie at a cliffhanger? Well, just maybe, because it sure... They kind of show who won, but they might make another big year to see who wins next year and if there's a new record. I think that would be an awesome idea, and I think that you should go to the producers, and I think you should show your idea to them, and you should be the director of that. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Thank you so much, Anthony, for telling me about Cars 2 and about the big year, and thank you for being on the show with me. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critic Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. 
To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening to Game On. Your hosts play again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go enjoy a good game. <laughs> 